welcome to the Nothing Ever Wasted podcast. This is Deanna Kirk. As I record this podcast, to be honest, I don't know if I'm going to actually upload it or not. I'm in Detroit, sitting outside of a funeral home waiting on my friend who's lost her mother after three months after she's lost her father. And as you all know, I lost my mother. Uh, in February, which is about almost seven months ago. And so I'm watching people who had left one funeral. And then like I'm watching another group piling in. And as I'm sitting outside this funeral home waiting on my friend, just praying and worshiping to God to keep her in this moment. She's checking in on her mother to prepare for the funeral this weekend. I'm having this conversation and one minute I'm asking God like why? You know? And I know that she has to be asking that same question like, God, why? Why why her mother? Why her father? I asked God the same thing when I lost my dad um, a year ago, then exactly a year later I lost my mom. And so in one breath you're asking God why and the next breath you're praying for his Holy Spirit to just rest, rule, and abide uh, around this place. To I'm praying for him to dispatch his angels on my friend's behalf. And all these families and strangers that I'm watching piling in and out this funeral home. And I'm wondering what their stories are. Is it COVID? Is it cancer? Is it murder? What is it? And I'm in Detroit, and so these are a lot of just African-American people just coming in and out and just looking at their looks on their face. And, and it just took me back to that why. And i never forget when one of them was sitting in my friend's kitchen and asking why a couple weeks after my mom had passed. And she said, but I may not ever know why. And she told me that, and my pastor had told me that, that I may not never know why. And so then my heart just goes out to, to these people because I remember that pill that I had to swallow and that it's so bitter because it doesn't make sense that these amazing women, these grandmas, these moms, you know, have left us too early, right? And so then I remember the moment when I had an encounter with my mother and I woke up to her presence and telling me that it was going to be okay. And I remember I had a dream. And one moment when I wanted to hug her. And I didn't hug her. And that moment came up. And she hugged me in that moment. And I can't explain it. But from that day I've had this peace. That has surpasses all understanding. And so when I'm like God. Why am I sitting here? Not why but how. Am I sitting here. Supporting my friend seven months after. And I know that it's only because of him and it's only because of the prayers of my friends and my family for me, right? God knew this was going to happen. He knew that a woman that I do life with, that we do Bible study five days a week, every week, we would have similar experiences. And, and within seven months, I would need to be there for her. And so I, I thought about two songs today and one of the songs I thought about it came to my head is that all things are working 
for your good. He, he's intentional. He's never failing. That's the lyrics to that Travis song. And I, I'm not there yet because I'm like, God, I don't, I don't know about this working for my good. I don't know exactly how you're going to use this. But at the same point, you're listening to a podcast called Nothing Ever Wasted. So in the same breath, I do believe that nothing is ever wasted. And I do believe that, you know, my experience is now helping me walk alongside my friend. And so I do believe that everything that you go through, God will use it. And one of the worst things that has ever happened to me, he's using it, you know. Um, and so as I pray for him to just put words on my tongue and to just fill me with his Holy Spirit in this place and help me just fill me with peace. And, and when as I encounter this family, I'm praying that they just feel peace and feel his presence and feel his comfort because I know that he's the only way. Like, I'm new. I am new to grief. And so I do not have answers. That's why I'm interviewing people. If y'all haven't heard Dear Mama, where I interviewed a couple of my friends who've lost their mother, because I don't I don't have the words and I don't have the answers and I don't want to I don't want to pretend to be an expert. But all I can do is tell you how where I'm at seven months later. And uh, uh, people have said to me, like, I'm so proud of you. I can't believe where you are. And I'm just like, I don't, all I can, I know that it's not me. I know that it's not me. I know that it's not my flesh. I know that it's only because of God. And I know that battle, that I remember that battle just being so angry with God when my mom died. It was different when my dad died because I just held on to his unchanging hand. And uh and he and he just helped me get through that and it helped me be strong for everybody. But when I lost my mama it was different. And my friend said that yesterday. She was like, this is different. It's different when it's mama, y'all. And I was so angry with God because she's such an amazing person and it was so early and I feel like me and her had so much unfinished business and, and even she did with others and so I remember being angry at God but at the same time I knew that he was the only one that was going to help me get through it and so I needed him and the only example that I when I could explain that to people is almost like when you get in trouble by your parents you remember being little and you could like get a whooping but and your mama whooped you, but you want her to comfort you. Like she's the only one that can comfort you, and that's what I feel like. Cause I don't do I believe that God did this to my mom. I'm not gonna. Ha- I don't. I don't know. I believe, that, but I do believe that not, that um. I believe that he's El Shaddai. I believe that God is God Almighty, and so I believe that not necessarily he's responsible for it, but I believe that he could have stopped it. So I believe that for whatever reason he decided to let it happen. And that I don't understand. That's when it gets to the me not understanding that. Why? But I knew that I needed him. And I remember going through it when I finally just went to my comforter, went to my father so that I could get peace. Because it was so, that to not have this peace that you can only get from him, you all, that I can't explain it. It was torture. And I was like, I can't imagine people dealing with this and not having Christ. And so I had to just surrender to that. I had to surrender to this acceptance, this life that I that I am now, uh, I'm that I'm no longer a daughter. I'm only a daughter of God, but that my earthly mother and father was is not here anymore, 
And I had to surrender to my Heavenly Father to heal me. And uh, and that's all I could do. And so I, that's just what I say to you. Anyone who's listening to this podcast who, who's newly experienced grief or two years or whatever, I, I, I want to say that all your feelings are valid, that no one can tell you how to feel and how long to grieve. But I can tell you that the only way that I'm sitting outside this funeral home right now is because of God's grace, because of his mercy, because I surrendered to him, because I let him be my comforter, because I let him be my hiding place, my safe rescue. And there's nothing else like it. And do I still wake up some days angry? Yes, but I have to surrender right back to that place. Do I wake up someday sad? Yes. To be keeping 100, am I dreading these holidays that's coming up? It's September when I'm recording this. Yes. But I know on those days with my mom's birthday and Christmas and Thanksgiving and all these traditions that I have, these things that I do that I learned from my mother, how am I going to make it through those hard days? I'm going to lean in to him. I'm going to lean in to my comfort, I'm going to lean in to my Savior, I'm going to lean in to my deliverer and, and so that he can help me be delivered from those the feelings and the moments that I'm having and I know right now so many people are experiencing grief grief in so many different ways you know yesterday just experiencing grief when Breonna Taylor murderers were, were you know were, um, were not charged that's grief. I just thought about her parents and her family. So you like you almost have these things happen and you experience this grief over and over. And the only thing that I know as of today is that we have to just lean into God unchanging hands. And I know as of today, I believe that as we help other people that's going through things that we have went through, I think he heals it. So I'm here for my friend, but at the same time, God is here for me, and my friends are here for me, and he's healing me, and I've always healed and recovered through service, and so we have to not get stuck, even though we want to, even though some days we only want to get out the bed, I would suggest that we just, we, we don't get stuck in our grief, we don't let grief win. And it's so hard to find that balance, and that balance is different for everybody else because we we have to grieve. We have to have our moment. These are important people in our lives, but we just can't let grief win because there's more for us. Because when we let it win, it's like it's able to take the, our loved one and then take our lives too. And, how, and so we have to just figure out how to find that balance one day at a time. And so those are just my thoughts that I'm having in this moment. Um, and so I just wanted to share um, with someone and pray that it, it helps somebody. To just say we have to just lean in. Even though we're angry, even though we're sad, even though we don't know why, even though we don't understand. For me... God was the only one that could help me. He could take it, 
I could say whatever I wanted to say to him because I knew he was strong enough to take it. Things that I couldn't say to other people. When people said things to me because they were hurt, because they were grieving, I wanted to respond back, but I understood my position. I understood that it was grief talking, but it still hurt. And when you don't know what to do with all that, especially when you're supposed to be the strong one in your family, take it to God because he can take it. He knew it was going to come. And so I take it all to him. I take my regrets to him, my opinions, my pain, my hurt, my sadness to him. And I just leave it there. And that's how I'm able to get up and do what needs to be done for that day. And I got to give it to him over and over. Some weeks and some days are better than others. And some days and weeks are really hard. And some days you have triggers. And some days you sit outside of a funeral home. And it's almost like your flesh wants to just start bawling, crying. But your spirit, God's Holy Spirit, just arises in you. And you just intercede and you pray for others in that moment. And I can't, and that's nothing but God. He's the only one that can give you strength like that. When he whispers in your ear and say, yep, you, it's your turn. Now you're going to go. People have been there for you. Now you're going to be there for someone else. If his spirit just rises in you. And you look back and are you in it? And you just can be in awe of no one but God. So we're all going to make it. We're all going to be okay. And um, just lean on God. So until the next time, enjoy your day. Pray for me because I'll be praying for you. Pray for others, intercede for others, serve others. That's how we're going to make it through. We all just got to help one another. All right. So until next time, this is Deanna Kirk for Nothing Ever Wasted Podcast.